Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome to the first official podcast episode of The Weisscast. I am your host, Aaron Weiss, and this is my co-host... Uh, Jacob Moore. You can find me on Twitter at JakeMoore1. And you can find me on Twitter at the Weiss is Right. Also on Instagram at the Weiss is Right. So, we're going to kind of just dive right into things. But before we kind of do... Jacob, how's it going? Dude, it's going good. Uh... We've had this vision for or together as a for a podcast for a year now, and couldn't figure out what to do, and then we just decided last week to do it. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah, if it's you're listening, of, it's it's great to have you. It's kind of crazy how this came together so quickly. Uh, literally a few days ago, I was listening to a podcast. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I was just was listening Fourth and Ten comedians out of Atlanta, and I was like, you know what? I want to do what they do, and so. I text Jacob, and I was like, hey, I'm going to do what they do. And he was like, I'm in. And, well, originally I was like, well, I want to do a blog. And I was like, well, I don't want to sit here. I mean, I like writing. But I don't want to sit here and just write all day. Um, I like talking better than I like writing. And he Weiss gave me the rundown of what the podcast is going to look like. I was like, well, that's way better than the original idea we had. So let's uh, let's go for it and see what happens. Worst case scenario, it, it fails. and. We've got a ton of audio recorded. That's true. And just to be clear, our original idea uh, was just that. We hadn't really written down much. or yeah, it, was, it was just an idea. There was nothing yeah. else there. I actually acted on this. I had a lot of free time over our winter break. We're just coming back from that, getting into the swing of things. And so, yeah, we're, we're going to jump right in. Uh, I think I said last episode that we would have around 10 topics. After uh, meeting for a few hours the other day, uh, and talking about what we want the podcast to look like, we've decided to shave it down some. It's going to be more like uh, six to eight uh, topics. But we're going to go in depth in those topics. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to save some time. We thought some of the topics could be lumped together. Um, so it's going to look a little bit different. And actually, this week we're adding in a game uh, to the end of the podcast. So look forward to that at the end. And uh, just sit back listen and enjoy i almost unplugged the microphone just then that would have been really bad that would have been really bad because this is a solid intro <laughs> yeah we're like three minutes in we would have to start all over and i have no idea what i just said <laughs> yeah so. so we're jumping in i think we're gonna from around the web we get some articles to talk about awesome uh so the first article i want to mention is nintendo switch uh we're big switch fans we both own it we uh we both we have similar games we also like mm-hmm. very different games at the same, same respect that's true uh, but this article talks about, and it comes from IGN, talking about uh, the Switch being a destination for tabletop games. And I definitely can see that. Yeah, you know, I saw this as very interesting. Uh, I think the article uses one of my personal favorite games, uh, Carcassonne, as an example. Does. Yeah, and, if I remember correctly. Um, if you haven't played Carcassonne, um, or you're not into tabletop games, it is kind of a world-building game. And uh, you get these tiles, and you get to kind of create around this world, and it's pretty fun. It's pretty competitive, and the first time I actually played, I was an exchange student in Germany, so I learned how to play in German. And when I came back to the States, um, I had some family members that wanted to play it, and 
um, I could not think of how to play because all of the rules that I knew were in German and it just wasn't computing. <laughs> that must have been really really difficult. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah, like I I can see like the Switch is a great console. It's probably one of my favorite consoles I've ever owned, and yeah. it's I can see it being really like in like a year. Like people being like, oh, let's have a game night and pulling out their Switch mm-hmm. and putting it on the table and everyone pulling out a Joy-Con and yeah, like moving your wrist characters and like yeah. rolling the dice through there. So I really, I really like. I think technology is really uh, changing the way we do board games right now. And you know, one of the lesser known highlights of the Switch is that it actually has a touch screen, so you won't even need the Joy Cons. You just get out a couple Switches, and if you both have the game, you can put them right next to each other. And then, uh, I mean, theoretically, you could move your pieces from Switch to Switch, which I think would be pretty sweet. That would be sweet. Uh, yeah. Let's let's hope uh, these game devs um, utilize that function because, I mean, honestly, the touchscreen is the least utilized thing on Switch, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, I would love to see uh, Monopoly coming, so <laughs> if any developers are listening to this, I want a touchscreen Monopoly. I, I just want um, a touchscreen Exploding Kittens for Switch. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. I don't know either. <laughs> All right, so the next article we got here. Uh, so I'm really, for recently, decided to buy a Wii U. Um, one of my friends is, he, he hacked the Wii U, and he's currently downloading a bunch of ROMs for it. He's trying to get the whole Nintendo collection. I think it's funny. I don't even. Am I allowed to mention all that? Yeah, I think you can. We're not going to mention his name, but like I said in the last episode, I do not condone. Okay, so we don't condone this. Uh, it's our friend that's doing it. But I just want a Wii U. Like I'm just like I I didn't have a Wii U, so I was like I want to buy a Wii U. I'm, I want to eventually. I got it in '64 recently. Yeah. I want to go back and like buy every system so I can just have a complete collection. Yeah. But the Wii U, like, there's some people selling Wii U's for five hundred dollars. God. On eBay. And I thought it was crazy. Like, the Wii U is not that good of a console. It's not, but people um, are thinking it's retro now. Yeah, like, it's labeled as, like, a retro device. There was only 15 million of them were ever created, so it's very, apparently, it's more rare now to find than, like, N64, which I find incredible. That is incredible. I mean, I got it, my N64 for $10 at Goodwill, which mm. I don't think it works, so that's probably why <laughs> it was $10. But... I just think it's it's insane to think someone's going to sit down and be like, I want a Wii U, go to eBay, and buy a Wii U for $500 when I saw one for $120. Yeah, that's, that's insane. And the thing is, uh, a lot of people don't remember this, but the Wii U actually came in two variants. There was an 8-gigabyte model. I didn't know that. And then there's the 32-gigabyte model, which was the more popular one. And... Of course, those both sound like way too small storage nowadays, um, especially because most game consoles are shipping with a terabyte of storage. Um, yeah, but, but I have a 500 on my Xbox, and it, I have two games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's crazy. Um, but the Wii U is great because you can add a hard drive, uh, an external hard drive with no problem, and uh, apparently it's pretty easy to hack. And uh, that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays, not only completing their um, game system collection, but also um, having a way to play uh, ROMs in HD on their TV, which, again, we do not condone. Yeah, so our next article, we got a lot of, like, video game articles this week. Uh, So it's talking about a a mad box. It's like a console. It's a next-generation console. Mm -hmm. The idea is that you'll be able to, like, they'll have developers be able to port 
games mm-hmm. uh, for PlayStation, Xbox, PC. It'll be a one-button port is what they're claiming. Mm-hmm. It's like they just use their system, click a button, games port it for their system. Uh, I'm excited the fact that like there's a potential new console out. Would it be porting for the consumer or for the developer that would be easier? For the developer, and then the developer pushes it out to Madbox. Wow. So like they could essentially like oh Skyrim port it for M- Mbox. <laughs> yeah, because I need an eleventh copy of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I said Mbox. I meant Madbox. But the crazy thing is like this like there it looks like a big M. That's why I said Mbox. Um, but it's not coming out for another three years. So which why even announce it right we'll, now? But we'll find out more about that I guess in probably a year or two. Is years. that something that they would show at CES? I I don't know. Because I mean, if in case you don't know. Uh, the Consumer Electronics Show is in Vegas this week. Uh, it's one of the biggest electronic shows in the world. Um, de- uh, con- manufacturers and consumers from all over the world meet in Las Vegas for the week. And these manufacturers show off all of their new tech uh, for the year. And so that's kind of a good transition uh, if, you, if you had something else to say yeah, about I, that. Yeah, I got one more thing. So talking about how easy it is to like port games... Uh, this is the tweet from the, dev- uh, the I guess he's the CEO of Madbox. I don't know. He's the one that's tweeting all the stuff about it. Uh, his name is Ian Bell SMS. You can find him at, at, at Bell underscore SMS on Twitter. All independent developers on Earth will be handed hand a cross-platform, almost one-click export engine to allow them to deploy their games on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Madbox. Porting time will be minimal for those that have their own engine. The engine will be totally free. Wow. It sounds like they're, like... If this works out the way it does, like I see it like changing, uh, you know, consoles. It's probably gonna cost a decent amount of money. <laughs> yeah, like uh, on the, the image they have, they have it's like a big. It meant like it looks like a big M, and then the middle has like a clear glass, mm-hmm. and you can see into it. They have it blurred out because they don't want you to be able to zoom in and see the components. But mm-hmm. it looks like it's gonna have like high tech, like top of the line uh, specs there. Um, that's what they're saying, but they don't want to release what they have. So it's probably going to run 4K, mm-hmm. um, you know, 60 frames per second. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. So, yeah, you, you were talking about CES. Yeah, CES. so it, I can definitely see Madbox being shown at CES within the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, but this year at CES, um, actually, one of the first articles that I saw um, is actually our next, and it is a smart display for your home if you don't know what a smart display is it's um essentially it's just you you remember old school um digital photo frames yeah so it's like a smart version of that it's internet connected so um you can connect it to your smart lights in your house um your uh your smart tv your smart thermostat your 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 Ring doorbell, like all these things that in your house your that are toilet. smart. Your toilet, yes, there's a smart toilet. Smart. I I want one. <laughs> I don't know, you know, how much. I mean, it was like a thousand dollars. It's I, fully immersive. So yeah, if you so, want a swirly, that's the one to go. No, it's not a swirly. You sit on it and it plays music and and it warms your seat. No. Like, have you ever sat on a toilet seat that's cold? Yes. My, literally heat, every day of my life. The heater in my house is currently broken. It was 50 degrees last night. Yeah. And I went to go take a poop, and it was cold. Like, I, I it was the quickest poop I've ever taken because the seat was so cold. Oh, that's a blessing. Yeah, but, you know, I was trying to read articles. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but anyways, this smart display actually just looks like a plank of wood. And 
it's kind of stupid. I think it's I think it sounds kind of cool because like no. you can make this smart piece of wood. Uh, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't like replace your TV with it or anything, but like, like I have I have a place to put my keys right next to my door. But if I had that piece of wood right under it or right above it or something like that, that'd be kind of cool to come into my house and be like, oh, I'm going to turn down the temperature for my house using my nest or I'm going to... Yeah, but that you'd have to have a nest first. I mean... So you're like, you're going to have to invest like $1,000 just so you can use this one piece of wood. But I, I mean, if you're like me, like I'm already planning on getting yeah. a nest because those fair. things are sweet. They are sweet. And I don't know. I... I'm skeptical about it. I feel like it's a cool idea, um, but I think it's it's not quite there. Yeah, I, Honestly, when I first saw it, have you remember that Disney Channel movie? Uh, I think it was Smart Home. Smart House. Smart House. Yeah. yeah, that's what. Whenever you sent me that article, that was the first thing that went through my <laughs> mind. I was like, oh, cool. So like, we're gonna have a smart house. Like, yeah. I, I imagine like someone out there deciding to somehow find a way to like make them like have retractable arms and like come out and stuff like that, and like the house take over and kill me. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. A lot of people are kind of in that that camp, but but see, I say that I'm not knocking yeah. smart homes. Like I have a I have a Google Home. I have smart lights. I like I do think that smart features are the future. But I think like I don't know if I would. I don't know if I personally would spend money on this piece of wood. I I mean I don't think I would. I I don't I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from this new company. I think they're either on Indiegogo or Kickstarter. I don't remember which. Um. They're called Mui, M-U-I. Yeah. Um, they like look a, cool. And I think the speculation is that it would be sold at, like, furniture stores. Um, I think, like, Ikea was mentioned in the article. Um, I can't think of any. Like, maybe Ashley Home Furniture. That's a, those, those are the only furniture stores <laughs> that I can think of. Um, um, you got Bedcock and Moore. Oh, yeah, Bedcock and Moore. I only know that because my last name's Moore. Yeah. Find them at JakeMoore1 on Twitter. <laughs> Or Jake D. Moore on Instagram. I don't really post a whole lot, except for just, like, me and my girlfriend. So, if you just want to see that, then I guess follow me. <laughs> I don't... But, yeah. Um, spe- speaking of uh, technology, the there's this wide brush. It's a, it's a toothbrush. It looks like a mouth guard okay. you put in. And it covers, like, your, your top teeth and your bottom teeth. Mm-hmm. And it brushes your teeth in 10 seconds. I I would I don't know how much it is. I'm actually, I would be way better about dental hygiene if I had this. I I don't know how much it is. I'm about to look it up right now. Cause and right. if it's below two hundred dollars, I will I will buy it right now. What is the? Uh, it's on Kickstarter. What's the recommended? It's like seventy nine dollars. I could have pledged. Oh my gosh! I 70, missed an that opportunity. That is worth seventy nine dollars. Cause like. The recommended is two and a half minutes, right? I don't have who, two and a half minutes to brush my teeth. Who sits there for two and a half minutes and three brushes their teeth? Three times a day? Three times. I mean, I've heard twice. Like, who uh, Who does it three times? I don't know. If you do I'm it three just, times, I'm that's throwing se- out numbers. that is seven and a half minutes. But it, I think it's a recommended two before bed and then, you know, first thing in the morning after your shower. Um, or why do they even recommend after the shower? I think it should be after breakfast, but whatever. I think um, it's been like before you go to bed. Anyways, recommended five minutes a day. Well, let's say if you take a shower at night then after your shower. True. I take my shower after breakfast, though. So it would be after my shower. Either way, five minutes a day. Yeah. Who has five minutes a day, man? Man, all right, I'm on the Ybrush app or website right now. I was on their Kickstarter page. Ooh, it's in euros. 109 euros for a single package. 
Well, if I can get the couples package for 129 euros. That, that's wh- not what a, is the couple plus package? I don't know. Man, why brush? I'm Also, how often do you need to buy a new one? Or do you just like... The pack of two persons includes two handles, two brushes, one charging station, one storage stand, two toothpaste... Appli- Wait, so there's a toothpaste applicator? So like, I have to still put toothpaste on this. I mean, that makes sense. No, I don't... Like, I was picturing like some UV lights. And, like, I mean, honestly, I love toothpaste. Like, I have to buy toothpaste that I intentionally don't like... So I make sure to spit it out. Okay. By the way, we're not sponsored by Ybrush. I mentioned Ybrush a lot just now. I just think it's a really cool... But hey, Ybrush, contact us. Our email is wisecastpodcast at gmail.com yeah. if you want to sponsor us. I'm looking for a, a new toothbrush now. Anyways, that moves on. Also, <laughs> oh, spe- go ahead. speaking of emailing us, if you have an article that you think that we should share on the podcast... Feel free to email us at the email I just said, weisscastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and if we think it's worthy of sharing, we'll definitely share it. Yeah. Or uh, if you want to reach us individually, uh, Twitter or at jacob at weisscast.com. Or Aaron at weisscast.com. And we'll, uh, we'll respond sometime. Probably. I don't, I don't know how quick I'll respond. We actually have a really good secretary that will respond. <laughs> yeah. It's called my Google Assistant. <laughs> Uh, this, this next article, we were talking a lot about smart features. Yeah. And I just I found this really funny. I feel like everyone's trying to get in on the game. Like you have KitchenAid who made like a simple, like essentially another version of the Google Home thing. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But it's like a splash proof version, uh, which I think is a brilliant idea. KitchenAid getting in on the smart Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people want those in their kitchen for recipes. Yeah. and But you don't want like grease getting on it. So like it, it has right. a protective layer. But I found this one hilarious. It's a cyber fishing. Uh, so it's an attachment you put on your fishing pole. And it tracks things. I don't know what it tracks. I didn't read the whole article. But it's $90. That's ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to spend $90 for a smart rod sensor. You know, you know what they could do? I feel like... Just make a whole new fishing pole? Either make a, f- a fishing pole or I feel like someone like Fitbit yeah. could... Um, send that out as an update for their devices and people that wear Fitbits could, uh, I guess, track their fishing stats as they cast. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not much of a fisher. I I just don't know. Like, how much are you trying to, like, like, how much data are you trying to gather while fishing? I mean, I don't need a little device on my fishing pole to tell me that I have bad form because I know I have bad form. Yeah, so, like, all, all the image is, it looks like a Fitbit attached to a rod. I'm looking at the image right now. Attached to a rod. It gives you the time. It gives you spin, Bluetooth, little symbol, your battery. But then underneath it says cast. I want to know like why it's saying cast. Like, I know how to fish. You cast the line out there, and you sit there for hours, and then you reel it back in and realize that you didn't get anything. You get in your truck, you drive home. Like yeah. that's, that's how you fish. I don't need a, a little device telling me how to cast or when to reel it in. I, like, I know that. It's just... It's infuriating that everything feels like they have to be smart right now. It's kind of like, you remember 10 years ago when everything was HD? Yeah. Like, those HD sunglasses. Or those, uh, the HD DVD players. Yeah, that yeah. That everybody beat out. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. Not everything needs to be smart. We don't need another, like, buzzword. That thing's not selling well. I don't see it selling well. No, I don't see it selling well either. You know who they could get to sell it, though. Do you remember... Chet like, Foxworthy? Maybe Jeff Foxworthy, but... I feel like he would sell it. All right, when we were kids, there was this, like, special, like, kids fishing rod that some, like, bass pro fisher fisher guy, I think his name was Roland Martin, 
he would sell it. And he was like, hi, I'm Roland Martin, and I endorse this uh, this fishing rod. I can't remember the name. Is like the Rocket Fishing Rod or something like that? Roland Martin. How did you... I don't know. That's not... That can't be. Unless he's a journalist. Yeah, no. Look up, like, Rocket Fishing Rod or something Rocket like that. Fish... Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes. The second search yes the rocket oh yeah this is the one that like shoots it out yes like yeah if you're if you're bad at casting like me this is essentially a nerf gun and a fishing rod all in one and we're about to watch the what i'm into this i i don't remember this i vaguely remember actually this is a newer commercial than i thought 2015 yeah, I thought it was like 2005. To be fair, that looked like it didn't shoot out that far. Yeah, that it looked did, like it, it shot didn't. out 20 feet, maybe. That's, I guess 20 feet is pretty far. Yeah, that's not that bad. But, but like, if so, you're in a small I, pond. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they that they could get in on the game. Dude, I'm so into it. I might buy one. It's on Amazon. I'm, guys, should we get into fishing? And we live by West Point Lake. We do. And, you know, they actually have an ESPN Bass tournament. Oh, shoot. $50? I'm, not, I'm good. I if, it, if it was 20 bucks, i I'd get it right now. I would, too. I mean, I said that earlier about the uh, toothbrush. But, but that was on Kickstarter. That was on Kickstarter. I it's missed... going to go up in price. We already saw the price. It was like 100 bucks. So, um, what's next? Let's move on to what games we've been playing lately. Ooh. So, Jacob, what games have you been playing? And, uh... The last episode, we separated it from video games and board games, but today we decided to combine the two um, because games are games are games are games, man. And uh, if you're having fun playing games, chances are you're either playing it on the TV or you're not. Well, I mean, I played board games. Yeah. It's not on TV. Oh, you no, said, it's not. You said TV or not. I, I heard something. That, I don't know what I heard. Yeah, so I've actually played a lot of Catan like, this last week. Um, are you spent, sure it's not Catan? I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I spent a lot of time uh, at my girlfriend's parents' house um, right. this past week. Of course. And so I was playing with uh, my girlfriend, her sister, and her mom. And we were playing Catan. Her mom kept blocking me on this brick. This one specific game. I had like a city and two settlements on mm-hmm. brick. And I was on a brick port. So anytime a five was being rolled, I was getting like free, two, free, two free resources, essentially. Yeah. And brick was very scarce this game. But her mom was mad that I was, like, doing so well, so she would block me on the brick, but then she would be like, oh, man, you should trade with me. I was like, I'm not going to trade. Like, you just blocked my resource. Like, <laughs> don't block the resource. I might trade. Um, anyways, if you're listening to this, uh, you're a wonderful person. Thank you for hosting me. Thank you for cooking for me for a week. I love you. Hey, um, so this is going to be a harsh transition, but <laughs> Catan, back to Catan, I – haven't played that much in a few years, actually. I actually used to be really known for getting really mad in Catan. I, I remember my first my first year meeting you. Yeah, and um, it was after the incident, but it was still around <laughs> the, the time. It was still around the time where you were getting mad. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this this comes up, but I was actually so mad one night that um, we we were playing at we were playing at our church. I think um, our campus ministry is that we work for is kind of hosted out of our church. Um, and we used to not have a campus house. So we used to always have to hang out at the church and we were there late one night playing Catan and all of the doors in this church are like solid wood. Like, yes, like very thick. 
Think of that big tree out back in your house. That's how thick it is. Yeah, and if you don't have a tree and you're listening out s- somewhere that doesn't have trees, think of that cactus yeah. or the yeah. telephone pole. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're playing, and we have this friend, same friend that likes to hack Wii U and do. You know who you thing. are. You know you who know you who are. are. Um, he really liked to troll me. Or, I mean, he still likes to troll. He me. still does. He like, but especially in Catan, he loved to yeah. troll me in Catan. Well, this was also you were a little more gullible then. I was a little more gullible. I was 19 or maybe 20. I think you were 20 at the time because yeah. whenever – that was like a year before I met you. Yeah. And you were 21 – almost turned 21 when I met you. Yeah. So um, I was pretty young and I just I – would, I would get so mad when I fell for his stupid tricks. <laughs> and one day I got so mad. Like I, I was two people's rides home. And I, I punched one of the doors and it scared the people and I just went home. And, um, and this was like, if I remember correctly from hearing the story, it's like pretty late at night. Yeah, it was. It was like and 11, like, 12 PM. The, the church that we were at is not like close to anything. Like it's a mile away from the school. Yeah. And this was when people were at the other living community. So like, this was like, I like got 10 miles away from people lived. Yeah. So it's not like they could just like get up and walk. <laughs> And yeah, so I left these people and they were, they were mad at me for a little while, but they kind of, they eventually understood, I guess. But yeah, I haven't played Catan much since. I still like the game, but honestly, that's not the main reason I haven't played it. The main reason I haven't played it is just because it really hasn't been around. I want to bring it back. I'm, I'm really into it. I, I played a lot of Catan. When I say a lot of Catan, like I played like four hours a day. Like four days in a row. And, all right, if you're sitting there wondering what the heck Catan is, it's it's called Settlers of Catan. It's like the first board game that you play after you've played um, like Risk or like Monopoly, like the ones that you grew up on, right? Yeah. And so Catan is kind of like the gateway board game into other board games, <laughs> and um, that's kind of how I got so into board games. Same. Um, I just fell in love with the game. The game's been out for a really long time, actually. It has. It's like twenty five. Didn't it win like board game of the year? Yeah, a couple like a while back. Yeah. So, um, you've been playing a lot of Catan. I actually have not been playing many board games lately. I've been kind of sticking uh, to consoles or video games, but um, I've actually been playing a mobile game recently. Yeah, which one? Um, an oldie but a goodie. I've been playing twenty forty eight. Ooh. I really like um, those those kind of brain games, you know. Yeah, and gotta keep the brain fresh. You yeah, know? you do. Um, you lose your brain if you, you don't lose, use it. You lose everything else. Yeah, well, something you, like that. If you don't have your brain, what do you have? Um, your dignity, barely. You know, I don't have that. <laughs> um, but I've been playing Twenty Forty Eight, and if you haven't played that, it's a free download on uh, Google Play or the App Store. And if if you like um, math and adding things to Twenty Forty Eight. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a great time waster, especially if you have been on winter break for almost too long. And, uh, yeah. I actually have also been playing a digital game, more mobile game. Mm-hmm. One, I also been playing Catan on my phone. I got really into it, man. I'm, Jeez. uh, like I need a, a support group or something. But I started playing this game. It's called Paco 2. So it's like, kind of like a retro feel to the game. 
Um, but you have this car, you pick certain cars, each car has, like, different stats, and you drive the car around. I don't know why I'm opening the game to you, like, they can see me. It's only <laughs> you that can see me. Uh, it's like, so you drive the game around, or drive the car around, and you go to different locations on this map to pick up robbers. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a spot you have to drop them off. But, like, each time you get a new robber, uh, more and more cops come and try to stop you. So, you're just trying to drop off, and if, if you drop them off, the quicker you drop them off, the more money you get, and you're trying to get more and more money. At one point, I was in the top 100 in the world. Whoa. Um, but then... How many got, people play? I don't know, probably 12. <laughs> but then I got, it got harder and harder, so I, and I quit playing. But I did play that for like a solid week. Oh, wow. Um, kind of transitioning into what we've been doing lately, uh, what TV shows have you been watching lately? Ooh, I watched the first episode of that Tiny Up, the Netflix original. Um, it's about this lady from Japan who's, like, really into, like, finding joy in different things and, like, being able to to find find joy with pieces, but also making things more tidied in your house. Hmm. And it was actually inter- interesting. The, the episode I watched, the, it was a couple who <coughs> were actually paid someone to come in and do their laundry because the wife didn't like doing the laundry, which I found crazy. Which I also mentioned my technology. I saw this machine that could fold laundry for you, and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, "Oh, I need to tell this lady she needs to buy it." Man, I need that. Like, I don't know how much it was, but I feel like it's a waste of money. Anyways, yeah. So I, I'd that, pay for it. I'd watch that TV show. I've also I've just been really watching Friends a lot. Yeah, um, classic. It's a classic. You can't get can't go wrong with Friends. Uh, I think that might be it. Were you one of the people that was furious whenever Netflix was thinking about taking it off of? No, like it, I mean it. It's a good business move, and also like I don't know if people understand this. Whenever shows get put on put up on Netflix, they're under contracts. They're not. Yeah. Up to, they're not up there forever. It's like every show on there could, it will eventually leave. Yeah, unless it's a Netflix original. Well, yeah, that's and here's standard. the thing. Like what I found. A lot of times, if Netflix drops something, Amazon Prime or Hulu or one like, it's gonna get picked up. Yeah, like you're still gonna be able to watch it. Like, also, that show is so old. Go mm-hmm. buy a DVD at Goodwill. Yeah, you can find all ten seasons at Goodwill Man, for like five bucks a piece. Your grandma probably has them on DHS. She probably does. Um, but yeah, when whenever How I Met Your Mother got off Netflix, I, I was I was pretty mad, but like. I wasn't too mad because then I went to Hulu and realized that it's on Hulu. Like Yeah. I wasn't mad. I watched through it, got my 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 goodness out of it. I don't know why I said goodness. I got what I wanted out of it. And yeah. then, you know, I was like, Oh, I'll just watch The Office. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, the office going off Netflix would be it would be pretty sad. It I would think be. A lot of people would revolt. We'd probably riot. People would quit their subscriptions. Uh, I think they would really would lose a lot of subscribers. I, I think they would. All twelve of them. And all twelve of them. Yeah, because, uh, you know, something like 50 million people in the world use Netflix, but there's only like 12 subscriptions because yeah, everyone like, has everyone's passwords. Something like 40 million people watch Bird Box. Yeah. Or if Bird Box has like 40 million uh, watches, but, you know, everyone just shares accounts. Like, I my, I use my mom's account. Yeah. And, like, everyone in my family. So there's like 12 people using my mom's account. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of Netflix's fault. They, they added so you could have your own profile yeah. on each. So it's like, but th- to be fair, though, like they made it to where like, it was a little bit more money. But yeah. like, the amount of money, like, it wasn't that much. Like It's cheaper for me, for my mom, to add a little profile for me than it would be for me to buy Netflix or to like use their subscription service yeah. for myself. Yeah. And I still get the exact same thing. Yeah. It's stupid. And but also ingenious. It is. 
So, um, kind of transitioning out of that real quick, um, going into the next topic. So, you and I were just talking right before recording. We've both watched a lot of movies lately. We have. I, to give you, I, I normally don't go to the movie theater. Right. I maybe watch two movies a year, and that's because my family has a tradition. Thanksgiving, we watch a movie, yeah. and Christmas, we go of to course. the movie theater. Um, but I've seen, seen probably four movies since Thanksgiving. Wow. So, it's a I've big deal. I've only seen one. Yeah, no, I've seen four. I saw Queen, the Queen movie. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. and then I saw The Life of Warwin, I think it was. Arwen? Arwen. War, I don't know what it was. I don't know. See, Marwin. Marwin. I don't know. Something like that. Steve Carell? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That Something one. like that. I, I saw, heard it was shitty. I mean, ooh. That's fine. We'll bleep we'll it bleep out. We'll bleep that out. Maybe. It was around the 30 minute mark. <laughs> we <laughs> might forget. We'll, we'll forget. Anyways. Uh, I saw Mary Poppins Returns. How was that? It was really good. I, if you liked the first, the original one, you'll really like it. If you didn't like it, you won't really enjoy it. I'm a Disney fanatic. Right. Um, as you're not, you probably would not enjoy it as much. I mean, Unless I, you I, liked... love, I love the movies. I don't necessarily like Disney World. I've also never been there. I don't, okay. I, I don't have like a um, sentimental attachment to yeah. Disney World. So I, I felt like I was watching an old time Disney movie. Okay. The way that they they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, big musical numbers. Yeah. Um, the credits. Everything just felt very, very well done. They put a lot of time into it. Let's see. The other movie I watched. Oh, man. I watched uh, Instant Family. That was a good one. I And that's the one Mark Wahlberg? Yes. He Where and his wife. He, he and his wife, uh, they decide they want to adopt. They're like, think of Kate, uh, Kate and Joanna Gaines. I don't know if I said their name right. Chip. Chip, yeah. Chip and Joanna. Um, so, like, they're, they, that's what they're like. It's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like fixer-upper type people. They buy houses and flip them. Okay. Um, and then they're just like, we're like, oh, let's, I, I think we want to adopt. And then they uh, they get into it, and the the dad, who Mark Wahlberg plays, he's like, oh, I, 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 we can get a teenager, like, look at the, te- like, they're at this little adoption thing, like, oh, let's just go adopt a teenager. They end up getting a teenager and two little kids, because they try to keep the kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just, like, a really cool story to see all how... All siblings? Yeah, all siblings. Okay. It was a really cool story to see how, like, they stay together um, through that, and, like, at the very beginning, like, they were mad, mad pissed off. They're like, oh, man, like, we probably shouldn't be a, a parent. We probably shouldn't have adopted. Yeah. And their entire family, like, gave them crap, and then they realized that, that they were actually doing good. They were doing something good for the mm-hmm. kids. And saw the good they were doing. And they had like a really cool support group around them. Uh, movie ended up... Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for people out there. But it was a really good ending. I, is it a uh, dramedy? Funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I was not expecting... I thought it was a straight comedy. Uh, and then about 20 minutes into it, I started crying. Wow. Um, I'm a crier. Yeah, no <laughs> shame. So yeah, I cried twice during that movie. So I was not expecting that going into it. I also went to go see it at 9.40 at night. Um, expecting there to only be me and my girlfriend, and the entire movie theater was filled. Wow. On a Friday night. Granted, it was a Friday night, but, like, this movie theater was a movie theater, like, no one goes to. Yeah. So, anyways, it was a good movie. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I've watched a lot of movies, too, recently. I actually haven't been to the theater as much when, the last episode I talked about, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I think I talked about Baby Driver. Um, But, um, you know, like I said, watched a bunch of movies. And I think 
I I need to recommend uh, Bad Times at El Royale at the El Royale. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. So, it's a lesser known movie that came out in I think October. I I couldn't. I need to look up the director real quick. Um, but it stars Jeff Bridges, John Hamm, um, Chris Hemsworth, aka Thor. Um, it's it's a crime movie. I've been really into crime movies lately. Um, it's just, it's really solid, pretty funny. Um, although it's not a comedy movie, it's more of a drama slash mystery. Um, it's, it's directed by a guy named Drew Goddard. Um, he was the producer of The Martian with okay. Matt Damon. Yeah, and he also movie. wrote and directed, um, another cult classic from a few years ago called Cabin in the Woods. Um, I actually haven't seen that one, but if you're in either of those movies, you'll probably enjoy Bad Times at the El Royale. Go check it out. Yeah, I, one of my friends, uh, described it kind of as a Quentin Tarantino type movie. Okay. Um, I would say that, I would affirm that although it's not nearly as violent as Tarantino movies. Gotcha. And I don't think it had nearly as much, as much cussing, um, which I find Tarantino movies to have way too much. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. It's just like overwhelming it's like f f f f okay yeah. f f f i'm like i don't you don't need that many f bombs you really don't and you don't need that much gratuitous violence no I you, think. you really don't um but disney that, doesn't look at them yeah look at them they're the one of the most valuable brands in the world if not yeah. the most valuable brand I mean, they have a lot of other things with them but yeah, whatever but yeah go check out bad times at the el royale it's it's quite a good movie um it's in red box i'm sure you could you know Rent it digitally. I'm, I would be surprised if it's not on Netflix soon. Okay. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Sweet. So we uh, we got a game highlight? I think before the game highlight, we have a rant about nerd culture. And I was thinking about this. Um, I am tired lately, especially lately, um, with the lack of backwards compatibility. Yeah. Um in game consoles the the only console that does it well was right, the wii well well that's the one that did it the best yeah that's the only one that ever succeeded at but it, no the xbox one recently yeah yeah i can see it um i haven't played xbox a lot recently yeah I mean, i've only played my switch honestly since like august i have a few xbox 360 games that i either couldn't trade in or i didn't want to on my shelf and if i wanted to i could go Take the disc out, pop it in my Xbox One, and it would run fine. I wouldn't have to download anything. Really? Wouldn't have to install anything. Well, I mean, I might have to install the game onto the yeah, hard drive. Yeah. But I, w- I wouldn't have to download anything special. I wouldn't have to hack it. Um, but, like... I wish they would have more games, though. Like, I don't know why they don't just, like, release the entire yeah. market. It's like, hey, every Xbox 360 game is now backwards compatible. Yeah, and, like... I don't know why they're being so limited. Or even, like, on Switch, for example, like... They're going to sell me ports of Wii U games when... Just make it backwards compatible. Make it, like, an adapter that you can put on the dock. Either an adapter or, like, something where you can, like, scan... Like, the the Switch has a as an app. Just, like, scan the barcode. Like, oh, look, I already own it, and now I can download it onto my yeah, system. Yeah, but then that you could, like, go to a GameStop and scan the barcode. That's true. You have to verify purchase. Yeah, you um, have to... I don't know. That's just, like... There could it, be a way... There could be a way that, that Nintendo could do it. Yeah. And also, did you see that Nintendo announced that they're backing out of, like, consoles building? No. Like, he's pulling developers out. 
And at first I thought that meant like they're never going to have another console. That's not what it seems like for at least what I was reading. But it was saying that they want to like pro- like protect future revenue sources. Mm-hmm. And so looking at like uh, smartphone developments, like bringing games to smartphones. Uh, but also like <laughs> the one thing that I found funny was he's looking at like trying to create some kind of like amusement parks. So, like so that way... I don't know what exactly, but he wants to be able to like have Nintendo characters out in the real world somehow. But like, it doesn't sound like he's like completely banning consoles. But it sound all the the language did sound like the Switch was like the last console. But I think it, I mean that's a good console to end on if it is the last console. I mean, yeah. I mean, consoles have kind of been on their way out for a little bit, especially as uh, PC gaming's gotten cheaper and cheaper. And honestly, I think developers should look to the pc for backwards compatibility like it's it's not necessarily easy to play really old games from like the 80s and like when windows was well before windows before yeah. when microsoft dos was a thing like it's not super easy but it's still possible and um like i i like my ps4 i wouldn't say i love it it was a decent purchase i like i like a lot of the games that i played for it however there are PS3 and PS2 games that I wish that I could play on it, and um, well, just I, buy buy a PS Classic. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I could <laughs> I could drop a hundred bucks on PS1 games that I didn't grow up with and would probably hate, um, or I could just find a way to probably hack or is I think backwards compatibility as a whole needs would, to be better. It needs to be better, and it would discourage hacking. Like a lot of your problems yeah. with. Um, like our one friend would not be hacking all these games that yeah. he's already bought. I mean, he probably still would. Yeah, just because he's lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like he wouldn't be hacking all these games that he's already bought if he had a way of just being able to like find a way to backwards compatible. All right. Of also, I mean, by the way, we we are talking about him and stuff, but like he kind of enjoys when we like talk trash. Or whatever. So, and he'll probably... Well, yeah, we just gave him a good toasting, that's all. Yeah, he loves to be toasted. Um, so, now we can go on to the game highlight. That was that was the rant for the week. Um, and but fe- one more thing about Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, but the article also mentioned, like, they're looking for future technologies. So, like, they understand, like, consoles are going out. And they want to, their developers to be focusing on, like, what at, what's the next big thing? So, like, Nintendo could be, like, one of the first people to jump on. Yeah, and I think that's something Nintendo's good at. and They are. And it just can't be gimmicky. It took three console generations for them to get motion sensors The Wii down. was so gimmicky. It, it was, was way before its time. It was. And um, if they had re- released the Switch instead of the Wii... Like it, we would have thought it was gimmicky. We thought it. Would, yeah, we, I mean, anything that, any, like anything, I think during that time would have been like, oh, this is gimmicky. Like, yeah, we were like, it was a weird, weird time. It was consoles. It, really, all we wanted as gamers was like a nice so- something new, but not gimmicky. We just wanted so we just wanted a nice playable experience on our big screen instead of having to get these these great experiences on computer. I don't know. I loved Wii Fit though. Wii Fit was great. And I mean, I never got fit from it, but I loved it. Oh, yeah. I mean... No one got fit from no, Wii Fit. No, I don't think anyone did. If you got fit from Wii Fit, give me a call. We need to talk. Yeah, send me a text or something. Yeah. Maybe you, snail you can, mail. You I don't can know. find my number somehow. Um, so, we're going to go on to the game highlight um, as we begin wrapping things up. We actually have a couple more categories. Um, the game highlight this week is an indie game on Switch. Um, I'm sure it's on other... I feel like most of our... 
game highlights might be on Switch. Yeah, that's, that's what we played the most. That's what we play the most. Um, it's on Switch. It's called Wondershot, and if you've ever played Towerfall, Towerfall, yeah. it's like a 3D version of Towerfall. Yeah, it's like Towerfall. The idea you have two different modes. Like you have the adventure mode where like you're fighting these evil bots, where like you're jumping around. You can hold onto the wall and you shoot arrows and kill the the beast. And once you kill like the wave and like you move to the next room, or you have the the mode where like you're shooting arrows at other people and you have have like different abilities. This game is <coughs> similar to that second part mm-hmm. where it's only multiplayer. Well, they had an adventure. They did, but the adventure mode is not multiplayer. Yeah, the adventure mode we didn't we didn't play a whole lot. We only played one stage maybe yeah uh, then we played uh versus but it would it's definitely meant for like three or four player yeah we played two player but it wasn't bad i yeah. i i enjoyed it i could see it could be a good party game if you and like three friends are hanging out and want something to do i say get it it'd be great for like tournament style if you have more than three friends hanging yeah, out yeah that's true like, it's like it's so quick it's not like you're uh Sitting there waiting. Yeah, like we we played, so it was like we played best of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we first, was, no, no, first to five. We first thought it five. was best of five. Yeah. Uh, first to five, and we were done in like what? It felt like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was probably 10 minutes. Um, but it was like you got, you pick a character, you run around a map, you get different weapons. So you had like a mm-hmm. slingshot, arrow, hammer. The hammer sucks. Don't get the hammer. <laughs> um, slingshot, or boomerang. Boomerang. Boomerang sucks, actually. Hammer, I don't know. We never killed anyone with a hammer. I don't think it, yeah. I got a lucky kill with the boomerang. And then you run around. After a while, if you don't kill everyone, then sudden death happens, and the map shrinks really fast. Um, Kind of too fast, I think. Mm -hmm. But it makes it nice, because it means the gameplay goes by faster. Yeah, so check out... uh, Wondershot? Wondershot on the Switch. It's on sale right now. It's only five bucks. I wonder if it's on on other... I'm sure it is. It's, It's probably on everything. It's on Steam. It's on Steam. It's probably cheap on Steam. Probably cheaper. I don't know how much. It came out in 2016 on Steam. So it's not super new. Not super new, but new to uh, us. It's it's $13 on Steam. Wow. Thir- yeah. Get it on Switch. It's 5 bucks. I need to go get it. Not a bad 5 bucks to spend. So um, after a game highlight, we're going to highlight a YouTuber uh, this one is one that Jacob and I both watch, I believe. Uh, his name is Wendover Productions. Yes. Don't actually know his actual name, but his his channel is called Wendover Productions. Oh, no, I don't know if I, sorry, I don't know if I can buy Wondershot because it's actually six sixty six. Oh gosh, it was five dollars yesterday. Well, it's uh, it's the devil's number now, but originally it's ten dollars, so that's still yeah, not bad. Like still saving money. Like it's still better than buying a still thing. half sorry, the price. I didn't mean to jump over there. No, that was before up to thirty three points. Oh, I might buy digital then. I mean, you have to buy digital. Well, yeah, but I meant like I might use my coins on it. Oh wow. Anyways, I I don't have that many coins. Anyways, um, Wonder Productions. Yeah, great informative YouTuber has a bunch of different categories of yes, videos. I I've learned a lot from him from he his videos. Does things from uh, train videos, the travel, uh, airplanes, just like things about uh, like population and like i don't know he has so many different categories he, of movies. he really does let me, let me see if i can or videos i mean i mean he's got the economics of airline classes um, uh, talking about china's geography and he talks about um just different countries geography problem like why they might have trouble um 
growing. He has this great series called That Wikipedia List where uh, he found this list of interesting articles on Wikipedia and he talks about a different one each episode. I've actually never watched that. It's those. it's interesting. I'm, I think you would really like it. Might have to check it out. Um, but yeah, if you're on YouTube, bored at work, <laughs> trying to get to bed, I don't know, whatever whatever you do. His voice is pretty soothing, so it's kind of nice to fall asleep. Check too. out Wendover Productions. He's a great YouTuber. Tell him, tell him that we sent you there. Um, he doesn't know us. He doesn't know us, but but he might one day. He might shout us out. Who knows? So, yeah, uh, tell him Weisscast sent you. Uh, anyways, check him out. On this next bit, we're moving into qu- I don't want to say twenty questions. It's gonna be movie twenty questions. 20 so the way questions. this the way this game's gonna work is um, hopefully eventually that we'll ha- we'll have movie suggestions um, sent in to us. Uh, by you guys the listeners and uh one of us is going to be the guesser the other of us is going to be i guess the prompt or the the question counter yeah and um so we i mean if you don't know how 20 questions work you have you have 20 questions and i've i don't know how you personally play i i've heard games where the 20th question has to be the guess that's what i've heard okay um so that's how we'll play yeah that's if how i we'll don't play. get it right you get to slap me I'll slap him right on this yeah, microphone. Yeah, so I say 20 questions, now <coughs> a slap bet. It's a slap bet. All right. That's how it's going to be. I'm in the slap bets right now. All right. Um, we're, we, I think we all are. Um, who isn't? Who isn't? So Not in the slap bets. Give me a call. We have uh, a few minutes left to record, and we also have to have our uh, remix highlight of the week. So here it goes. Movie 20 questions. All right, Jacob. <clears throat> all right, so they, they have to be yes or no, or maybe, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That does not count. Okay. So question one. You're keeping track of questions, right? Yes. I will keep track with... Um, with, the, with the best pin in the world. With the best pin in the world. Uniball. It's Uniball, right? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember which one it was. Anyways, first question. Is it a comedy? No. Has the, Was the movie come out in the last 20 years? Yes. I don't know why I said 20 years. Dang it. I went too broad. 10 years. Yes. Five years. I'm just wasting questions at this point. Yes. Okay. Have I seen, Do you know if I saw this movie in the theaters? Yes. Is it within the Star Wars realm? No. Okay. That's not Rogue One. <laughs> that was my first thought. Did I see this movie with you? No. Okay. Ooh. At change. least not in theaters. Oh, dang. That changes things. Okay. Is there a male lead? No. Primary male lead? No. Is it a female lead? Yes. Is it a cartoon? Yes. Oh, gosh. Is it Little Mermaid? <laughs> no. <laughs> that did not come out in the last five years. I don't know what movies came out in the last five years that, as a female lead, and as a cartoon. Just keep asking questions. I don't, I can't, I don't know. Oh, wait, does the female lead, what, does she have brown hair? In the movie, or? In, in the movie. No. Okay, so no brown hair. I, I, Kind of, well, it also kind of depends on who you think the lead is. I don't know who the lead is. I don't. I don't know the fucking right. movie. I hate twenty questions. You're man. at twelve questions. Twelve but... questions. Jesus, I thought I had more than that. It's because of all those stupid other questions I asked about twenty years and ten years and five years. Yeah. Okay. So, female. Let's see. Let's see. Is this movie produced by Disney? Yes. Ah, is this movie Brave? Dang it. Dang it. Okay. 
Um, this movie is produced by Disney. And oh, is it Frozen? No. Dang it! How many questions do I have left? Five. Five questions. I'm about to get slapped, yo. Also, Frozen did not come out in the last five years. Now that it's a new year. That's true. Dang it. Okay. I don't know why I said five. Like that's a very. I don't know. Five's five's decent. I can't think of any other movies that came out that I've seen. In five years, dude, you. Are gonna I think hate yourself. I think you stumped me. You got five questions. I know. Now. I have five or, questions. Well, four technically, and then the guess. Okay, so I have four questions and a guess. I'll save one for the guess. Um, is is this movie an hour and a half long? Probably. Okay, probably. So <laughs> that's wasted more questions. Three questions left. Yep. All right. So this movie came out last five years. Did. Did Emma Watson play the lead? No. Okay. Two questions left? Yes. Plus a guess. Plus the guest. I don't even know anything else to guess, though. Uh, okay, so this movie's Disney. Yes. I honestly, I'm stumped. I can't think of it. So I don't... I say you just go ahead and slap me and tell me. Because I can't think of the last... I can't think of any more questions to ask. So. Wait, let me... What are you doing? I'm going to look up information on it so I can... Okay, so I'm going to... So you don't even know what it no, is. No, 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 I did. And I, I knew the movie, and I knew it was within the last five years. You're just sitting here going to slap I, I can confirm that it is an hour and a half. Okay, that doesn't help me, because I don't know the length of the movie. <laughs> All right. I can give you one hint with okay, these okay. last two questions. All right, give me one hint. The hint are is if uh, Disney produced it, you did not ask if Disney made it ooh did Disney make it no okay dang that changes things I have listened here thinking Disney movies and, I, and, and it technically is I have one more movie so it's a it's Pixar yes okay dang uh, then you, now's your guess what was the latest Pixar movie that came out was it Toy Story 3 no, and that was that's like nine years old. No, Toy Story three came out like five years ago. Toy Story three came out in twenty ten. That's oh, all shit. yours. Okay, slap me. Wait, before I slap you. Okay. Released in twenty fifteen, summer of twenty fifteen, while you were at Pine Cove. Oh my gosh! Inside Out. I love that movie. Starring Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, Louis Black, Mindy Kaling. The reason I didn't know who to, who was the lead because I didn't know if you'd count Riley. As That's the lead. Who, I don't. Think, I I would have counted Riley is the lead. See, I would think Amy Poehler is Joy. Okay, slap me. Is the lead. So you gotta face me when you're slapping. Oh gosh, that was hard. So, all right, guys. Oh, uh, that was the first movie I ever cried we to. Are going to wrap up this recording of Weisscast. We're gonna send you out with wait a for bang. It. We're gonna send you out with. A pretty good song. A pretty good uh, song. It is a remix of George Michael's Careless Whisper by Yeah Right! Exclamation point. Check out Yeah Right! on SoundCloud. Uh, we will catch you later. Peace out. See you.